right, here we go. And the point is six. Who wants a hard six? That guy, the guy shooting, he looks like he can get a hard six, doesn't he? Come on, you know you want some of that. The hard six is the national average. It is. That's what I heard. Anybody can do that. Anybody? Anybody? No? No. 666. That's my ex-wife's phone number. Right. Tommy Tommy Lee is big on the... Uh, uh, big Ben on the end. The yeah. Tommy Lee, they call that. I'm always I, like, I oh, hard one. four, hard four, hard four. <laughs> I'm like, it, oh, sorry. Everybody knows you don't have a hard ten. Right. <laughs> Not only because you imported your wife. <laughs> just saying. I just, I don't, just saying. I don't think... Yeah, I'm going to say that that doesn't exist. And maybe it does. The guy that... That does that and has the giant dong. I don't. I feel like those two things don't go together. I don't know. The guy who says uh, names the uh, hard ten after his his dick, and right. only likes <laughs> petite Asian young women. Um, I'm gonna go with he's probably not packing. Like right. I don't know. It's just the confidence level there doesn't seem to be like he's actually packing a hard ten. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think the guys that got you know enough going on, they just have the confidence they don't have to do that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm. <clears throat> I make fun of my little dick a lot more than I brag about my big dick. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just different. Yeah, it's like Howard Stern. Yeah, I mean, and there's no stick call for, you know, seven and three fourths inches. <laughs> there's a, are you sure? It's not. <laughs> it's not on the field. They put that. It's a new no. one. No. No. To get you to play seven and three quarters in the field. Booyah, I'm in. This sounds like my casino. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might get lucky here. Like I saw somewhere, maybe it was the link or something, they have a table that lights up, kind of like Sickbo, I guess, but like the things that win light up every roll. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. our Sickbo uh, did that back east. And so I feel like I wouldn't want to work on that game. Like, oh, you're on uh, 505 again, and that's the light up game. And you're like, ah, oh, fucking light up game. <laughs> Everybody wants to come and look at it for a while. Nobody actually wants to play. They all just stare and look at it. I, I don't no, know. Sick, Sickbo uh, back east. Every once in a while. Not all the time, but sometimes you would have like whole families like playing Sickbo. Oh, oh, yeah, Sickbo. When I'm talking about the light-up crap game, Sickbo, oh. everybody plays. But that light-up crap game, I just wouldn't want It's like all flashy and like yeah. it's like you're dealing on a disco or something. I don't know. Well, it's so that players can pretend like they're paying attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like light up the six, and they're like six this way, that way. I could have won. It's just to suck more money in. Okay, so I was uh, over the weekend. I was bored and just annoyed with myself because I watched so much TV. So I was trying to be creative, and I was thinking about you shoved a finger in your butt. Uh, that's every night. That's okay, not, that's not uh, creative that's not anymore. Creative. That's, that's not no, new. Okay, um, but so I started thinking about this casino sitcom that I wanted to write. And kind of like what I wanted it to be. And so I think what it has to be now is like an older guy that works in the casino. It's probably a floor or a casino manager. Okay. And then, but he's telling flashbacks of when he's breaking in, right? So the series runs parallel. Kind of like, I don't know if it's How I Met Your Mother. Or yeah, whatever, that's where what I was like of Where there's like the flashback from 20 years ago when he first started or whatever. And then yep. now. And okay. I think they run concurrently. I think if you could tell that story, that's a good sitcom. That's yeah, funny. That could there's, definitely there, there's, work. there's so much that you could go on off of that. Just breaking in itself is, is funny. Yeah, so, it's hilarious. And your life when you break in the casino is so much different than your life 25 years later. Yeah. And I mean, we partied so hard when I first got here and just wake up and just can somehow go to work on day shift. I was working day shift when I worked out here. We go out all the time. Yeah, it was like a casino like frat. Especially, I mean, out in Vegas, I can't imagine 
Because I was in Bumblefuck, Connecticut, so we had to really <laughs> imagine things to do. Right. Well, it was the same way in Detroit, though, when I broke in there. You know, everything shuts yeah. down at 2. Yeah. So same. luckily, our loft was the place to party. So people would come and party because we were right by the casino and everybody would come to our loft. We had legendary parties. Yeah. I was always associated with the houses. <laughs> it was assumed I lived there and I did not. Right. I had my <laughs> own little cave somewhere around the corner. Right. We've had, we've definitely had a few of those uh, hang arounders. That's all right. I like it. That's how I met my buddy Chris. He, he, that I end up moving out here with. He was at a party one time and, and like he was one of the people that was up late, you know, people pass out and everybody yeah. leaves and then you got some people just hanging around still partying. And he was one of those guys. He's like, I don't know this. For some reason, I don't get the ladies. I think it's like this. And he lifts up his shirt and he's like the hairiest chest guy ever. Yeah. And we all just started laughing so hard. Yeah. I'll never forget that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't hang around. Like I was offered to live in the, the house, but it was all <laughs> single dudes. And it was just nonstop something happening. <laughs> yeah. So I chose to live around the corner where uh, my boy and his daughter lived. And I just snagged a room. <laughs> right. I was like 23, 24 getting in the casino business. Yeah. I guess, so, hmm. Yeah. That's a, it's a whole different world between 24 and 45. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's <laughs> light think, years difference. You think? It's true. It's... Uh, we were savages. Right. I still have a little bit of that savage, but at the same time, I don't. Like, had a had a draft party last weekend. We talked about that. Right. And I went to sleep on everybody. I, yeah. don't, <laughs> so I yeah. don't feel that savage this fucking week. It's weird. Like, it still lives in me so much, and, like, yeah. it wants to come out. And so, like, something happened. Like, oh, my God, I'm totally going to do that. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I wanted to. It's, it sounded so good at the time. And, yeah, yeah, that's that's this week. We're... We have missed a few years, but generally we go to the first Monday night uh, football game of the year. At uh, I was I can never remember the name of the, uh, Sapphire. Sapphire, the big giant one, yeah. Yeah, the stripper warehouse. Right. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if I have the cash or the wherewithal to do it this year. We'll see. Okay, so it's like it's totally a strip club. <laughs> but instead of playing totally. instead, of, instead of playing music, the football game's on any TV, and they probably have a big screen. They have tons of, of them. They're everywhere. Right. But but it's still a full-on strip club going on. Mm -hmm. They don't stop nope. during the football. So it's totally a strip club, but just football's on. Yeah, and then you get dollar dances at halftime and at the end of quarters and shit like that. So the girls just roll around. Right, yeah. And it's all you can eat and all you can drink. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, it'll be busy anyways. Yeah, it's like, but it's like twenty bucks. All you can eat, all you can drink. Well, that's yeah. You can't beat that. All you can drink, like just well drinks. I'm assuming. No, no. Just whatever you want. It's, uh, they're all sponsored. Patron's out there. Jameson's out there. So you can go get whatever you want. Oh, right on. Cool. Yeah, it's all top shelf, oh, and nice. the food is all the local restaurants. So it's actually very good food. A lot of it. I don't know. It's pretty fucking sick deal. Right. Well, you could be the twenty dollar guy, and then just don't you know if everything else is included you don't get dances and stuff you'd be it's pretty cheap relatively you can get out of there spending 100 bucks and have yeah, fun that's what i'm saying that's that's what I, that's my game plan right <laughs> i'm like i will eat and tip everybody and and enjoy the game maybe but last year i know i talked about it i got held hostage by a stripper 
<laughs> was that there? Yeah. And that's funny. Yeah, that was oh, it. Oh. But she was like, I'm not going to get up. And I was like, you right. need to get the fuck off. Right, man. right. Yeah, and maybe. she was like, she just started counting her money and ignoring me. Like, what do you do? Right. You, you can't push a stripper off you because then you're going to get your teeth kicked in. Right. I don't know. You could fart loudly. I don't know. Rumble. Give her a good rumble. I yeah, I think I that would clear somebody away. I don't, I don't know. I didn't have one on deck, okay. I guess. <laughs> I definitely would have farted. I wonder if I would have gotten kicked out for that. What? You're like, what do you mean? She said it made my belly feel funny. I don't yeah. know. She wouldn't get off. She said it was her thing. <laughs> she asked me to like, do it, man. She told me to fart if I could. <laughs> I don't understand why I'm in trouble now. But it is hard, though, if you're there and, you know, being a single person to not, we get these big titties in your face and stuff. It's hard to say no. So that's the, always the problem. I know. Um, I say no. <laughs> you, you have to have laser focus on the foot. Like, I'm watching the game. That's it. I'm out. Yeah. As soon as the game's over, you got to bolt. And then, or then when you catch a real hot one, then you're like, hey, you know. But they gen- generally just go around in like a big circle. All right. And it also feels weird, too, because the game here is at 530. Yeah. Like back east, Monday night football starts at like 830, right? So it's like no, the, a nighttime going out, you know? So. Yeah, the games uh, are four, uh, four to eight, I think, is something like that. Right. So. Oh, yeah, even less <coughs> this year. You have four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And then at eight o'clock, the drinks are not free anymore. Like at eight, when it ends, it's like a scramble for the door. Right. It's a mad <laughs> exodus, right? Because then you order one drink and it's fucking $22 and you're like holy shit right and I got a tip all right and you got to buy the dance <coughs> dancer drink too yeah like, oh <laughs> fuck that it's $65 <laughs> yeah for a soda <laughs> that was that like that one place I talked about in Hawaii where they just give you the girl she sits down next to you they call it like a karaoke place oh yeah and your drink was $3 but theirs was like $22 it's the same thing like, theirs is a little bit taller like I don't why is yours 22 and mine's 3 <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> yeah because they get a piece of it it's fine right That's but that's how it is but it's still um, and I had the girl that I just didn't want and I was like I would never have picked this girl in a million years <laughs> but I picked that girl and you, you can't you don't want to be mean you're like oh fuck you yeah. girl like you can't you're stuck yeah. with it you have to be a little bit uh, you don't want you got to be blunt. Well, yeah, but you also don't want to offend somebody's culture. Like I was in a place that I had never been to before with somebody that I had just met in a in Hawaii. Which okay, it's the United States, but it still feels like you're in a foreign place. Yeah, because it's so far away. That Wait, that's the U.S. The first time you I ever went there. I mean, sort of. I uh, think you know. Uh, I can't wait, man. I'm going there end of October. Agree to disagree. Uh, it's the <laughs> best. Uh, there's I think there's probably more Hawaiian people in Vegas than anywhere else yeah, yeah oh yeah we are we are the ninth island mahalo brothers <laughs> rock and roll yep uh anyway yeah no i i don't to the <laughs> to stay a gentleman in the gentleman's club is uh difficult because you have to be like no nah, i'm good Right, because at the same time, it has time, to be a tone. You they're, have to be. They're cunting. working, right? They're working, right? So they want to make money. So everybody's gonna ask you, and you're like, oh, and then everybody at the table got one. You're like, no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Mormon, and I can't do that on Mondays. <laughs> yeah. My wives wouldn't appreciate that. It <laughs> <laughs> is different that those two things go together. Speaking of that, I took uh, my kids and my god kids and their mom to. Uh, well, I didn't take them. We took them. To uh, Adam London at uh, the D. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw a video of that. The yeah, D yeah. Casino. Mm-hmm. Great show. 
But on the way there, <laughs> my my little goddaughter Avery goes, "Mommy, what's the D?" <laughs> 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 and her mom <laughs> slapped me because I started laughing. <laughs> I didn't say anything, obviously, and the kids won't ever get that joke. But God damn, was that funny? Right. Um, but but Adam London, uh, shout out that guy's hilarious. It was like a, it wasn't even close to a packed room, and he just had fun. <laughs> he was like, uh, he said, uh, thanks for everybody in the back for dressing up like chairs. And, uh, <laughs> and then he said he was from Utah, and every woman he met, that was his little ongoing joke. Every woman that he would uh, be introduced to, he'd be like, uh, what's your name? And she'd be like, Susan. He'd be like, that's uh, my mom's name. And then the next lady, he was like, oh, Barbara, that's my mom's name as well. Because <laughs> he's from Utah So the kids didn't get that But thought it was funny and silly And I thought it was hilarious I don't right. know That like, is funny yeah, It was one of those free shows in the afternoon or No was... No we paid uh, I think Where did I go Oh it was uh seventeen ninety five or something for locals Not bad Because there's a show I don't know if it still exists at When I was working uh, at the other place Is uh, the Matt King show and they had that every day. And it was one of the, their free shows. I think you had to buy a drink or something like that. Yeah. But it was awesome show. Yeah. Really I, good. I've decided that uh, there's too many little fun things in town to do to not take the kids to the strip and shit like that. Or the D. <laughs> the, the D. <laughs> the, the dude, uh, Adam London, was like, uh, he's like, why am I not on the strip? He's like, I'm in a place where they couldn't even afford the rest of the letters. And I was uh, like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, good point. Real funny, though. Right. I To try and uh, possibly move up, I was thinking about going there. They're opening up a new casino downtown called Circa, and I was thinking about going over there to see if I could get a, a manager job. And uh, But then I heard that the owner of that place, is uh, he would, like, come in fucked up and shit and, and like, fuck with people bad really like uh yeah like uh <laughs> like a colombian margin train coming in there and this like bad going off on people and that is not somebody you want to work for no no and i and th this is all just hearsay that's i don't hilarious. know i don't know for sure allegedly we'll say but that's what i heard yep and i'm like oh that's all i had to hear i worked for a guy when i was i was called the race rock cafe and uh, it doesn't exist anymore, so I can talk about it all I want. Yeah. And uh, there was one in Vegas. They opened one up, a second one up here in town. But when I was like 17, 18, I was busing, and then I was a bartender and uh, waited on tables there. But uh, instead of the Hard Rock Cafe, it was Race Rock Cafe, so it's all race-related stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, motorcycles, and Richard Petty came in, and Shirley Muldowney, and all oh, kinds of shit. I but thought you meant, like, uh, Caucasian, Latino. <laughs> yeah. It was I was like, like it's all racist shit? Yeah, That's there was weird, just, man. like, uh, different rooms, different booths. Like, and here we have a <laughs> cotton, cotton field outfield. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so... Uh, so I'm working there and the manager there was such a big cokehead and, uh, took me up into the office one day and was yelling at me for something that I didn't even do. And I was trying to explain it to him and he just was like foaming at the mouth. So fucked up. He took one of those, you know, the things that the little containers for the sugar packets for sweet and low and all that yeah. stuff on the table fired it at me. And I had to duck out of the way of it. Really? Like, yeah. Like Damn. crazy. I'm telling you, that's the last kind of person that you want to work for. Oh yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. I, 
<clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I work with, for guys like that in kitchens and shit. <laughs> the, I think one of the chefs almost deep fried me at one point. <laughs> uh, this motherfucker. And I was so close to whacking him with the, the fry thing. We just started yelling at each other. This dude was from Maine, a big alcoholic. <laughs> As in my experience, most chefs are. A lot, yeah. I think every chef I've ever worked for drinks definitely a good amount. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, you can't outdrink many chefs. Right. Um, That's part of yeah. the job. It's just part of the business. There was a there was one guy I worked for. Um, actually, I'll say his name. Fuck that dude. Ken Mumpy. He hired me at Planet. But uh, one time we had one of the guys, one of the owners of the casino, I think. I don't know exactly what it was. But the guy was a piece of shit. He'd get all mad at the dealer and he'd be like, next. And he'd like flip through dealers. He had like a $50,000 line and. I think he owned part of the casino. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So he, I dealt to him, lucky me. Mm. And my life had changed at that point because I knew that I was going to get married and whatever. Right. And then I had a stepson at the time who became my real son. But uh, so my responsibility, my, my mind definitely changed when that happened. But uh, anyway, this fuck to impress this other piece of shit says... Uh, Cause I, he said something like, I'm going to tell my mother if you do that again. I'm like, all right, good. <laughs> tell her I said hi. <laughs> like, and he liked me cause I wasn't really, I tried to be funny basically. Right. And then the boss comes up and he goes, uh, they were talking shit and I was like, ah, oh, you guys are cute. And, uh, then he's like, sometimes I just want to pull his little, little soul patch out one hair at a time. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I sometimes I want to break your jaw right. like right now. Right. I would really like to break your jaw, uh. but I kept my job. I don't know somehow. And <laughs> here I am like 11 years later. Right. Well, you, you have to. You just don't have a choice. You don't. There's, when you're young, you can react. Right? Yeah. If you're 18 or something <coughs> and then yeah, you, yeah. you can get another job. It yeah. If really he caught me in my 20s, I would have just been like, oh, really? Right. Right. And why'd you get fired from that job? Well, I don't uh, know. I knocked out. I, I was late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, late. I was late. No, right. They didn't. Yeah. Because that's the rule, right? If that Supposedly. Or maybe this is like that one rule where uh, if I, if you ask a, a guy if he's a cop, they have to tell you. Like I don't I don't know if that's really a real thing. It's not. <laughs> you know, I don't think that that's a thing. <laughs> it's not uh, a it thing. It's like urban legend. <laughs> but the same thing, like if you call a job and you are trying to hire somebody, technically you can only ask if they work there, and how long they work there for. You're not allowed to say if they were fired or why they were fired or any of that. It's totally illegal. But you know they have to do it. Is that all businesses or is that just our business? No, that's all businesses. You're not allowed to say that when somebody, you can't give the reasons why they were fired. Yeah. So you might be able to say that they were fired or if they were let go, if they quit voluntarily. Or I don't even think you can, though. No, I don't think you can either. Um, But for sure, you can't say why. But if you're, like my boy got fired from a job he really liked, he ended up on his feet, I think, much better, but... He got fired for from HR, excuse me, at a Native American casino, and uh, he had no. He doesn't. He still doesn't know why he was fired. He had no no way to defend himself whatsoever, because I think it was a, a woman claiming sexual harassment, which, uh, from what he figured out from talking to people, 
but it was a tribal thing, so it was just like above his head. And yeah, there was nothing. He had no recourse. Nothing. Zero. Wow. You're yeah. just fired, and that's it. You don't know why you're fired. Nobody told him. Um, he had no way to defend himself, not knowing what he was accused of. It's just craziness to me. That's what would give me pause to going to work in like a foreign country and like in one of those casinos <laughs> or something. Because some of them... The promise looks pretty good. There's some countries where you go and you stay there and there's like room and board is all taken care of. Yeah. And, you know, you can stay there and work there. But I, then you feel like, well, what happens if you get screwed or something? You know, I, I feel like I would have no recourse if I was somewhere. I can't even think of a place that. But you know what I'm talking about, like in the Caribbean or somewhere where yeah. these little islands that have casinos and you go and you live down there and you get paid X amount. You sign up for like. I don't even know what it is. Six months or you sign yeah. up for a year at the Atlantis or right, wherever. Yeah. And then, you know, you, that's it. I think it's something like a cruise ship. Well, then you, then you're just a beach bum. You but, see, that's, that's for the youth. Like, yo, I'm not doing that in my forties, but in my twenties before I had kids and whatnot. Yeah. I could have dealt with that. And if I got fired, I got fired. I'd go work at fucking McDonald's or something and live on the beach. Exactly. I think that would be a cool thing. You're right. As a young person yeah. or a single person that somehow doesn't have kids or whatever, then, you know, then maybe that'd be cool. Even if you were older to go do that, that'd be cool if you had no ties. But with yeah. kids, you can't you can't uproot your kids. Hey, we're going to go live in the Bahamas for six months and we'll figure out school while we're down there. Yeah. And so it's I always thought that was <laughs> weird when people do that with your kids. I'm like, how do they do you go to school? And like you went to Maine for four months and now they go to school in Maine for two months. But it does. It does kind of create uh interesting human beings you know what i mean because these people these kids have to reinvent themselves every time they go to school a hundred percent my buddy jay that i um one of my best friends in in detroit he has a son that was raised all over south africa different parts of yeah. africa and the middle east and like throughout europe and and so he's just really he's only like i think he's 12 or 14 but he's really knowledgeable and just well-spoken. You can tell that he's yeah. been to all these places. It's really cool. It's interesting to see somebody that goes through that because you do have to kind of pick it up fast or else you just get left behind. And that's Yeah, I always yeah. find uh, like Army brats in the States interesting because they don't have like one team. Like I'm a mass hole. That's where I was raised my whole life. You know what I mean? Like I'm super tribal about their sports teams and the city you know what i mean shitting on other cities oh my god hold on a time out really quick but if yeah. you travel if you grow up and you're in this city that city this city that city you might pick up a team but you don't really you don't i don't know it's you're not just the same. american yeah yeah it's not the same but if you live in somewhere like iowa that doesn't have a team yeah but i'm saying you can pick anywhere but, but you're yeah. still from iowa you're still part of that tribe and you're like go cows or whatever you, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what you're here so. for <laughs> did I tell you I called a guy a mass hole uh, I don't know a couple weeks ago and I, I, I just <laughs> I did it ha so. I just did it haphazardly because I I looked at his I was checking his ID and he was from Massachusetts and I said ah this guy's a mass hole and I handed it back like that and he's, he goes did you just call me mass hole and I was like I totally did you know what I don't I'm used to the guy that I did my podcast with and I just say it all the time because he says it constantly. It's just in my head. I know Was the guy offended? And he goes, he goes, 
I know that's cool. I guess it's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I said, and, I said, and I said, uh, yeah. Cause I didn't, I don't know. I never met you, dude, but we it just don't. came out. I was like, Oh, that has to be removed from my vocabulary. Yeah. You shouldn't call people, but, I, but none of us really get offended. Here. But it I didn't mean it. Thing. And it, I wasn't like a fucking asshole, like a dick. I just, yeah. uh, it was being funny in my head. And then, <laughs> but I realized that I was the only one in on the joke and it didn't work out. <laughs> it would end up being fine, but I, I removed yeah. that. That's that we don't get offended by that generally, right? Like when I called the guy the big dummy with the Bill Murray shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the best. I had a uh, I had I had an interesting week in uh, High Limit. Actually, we had uh, this awesome player came in. His name is I don't know if I want to give names here. Anyway, his name is um, let's say Sweetie because <laughs> it's close. All right. Anyway, he comes in, real nice guy, Middle Eastern guy, um, but from New York. I don't know where he grew up. I don't think he grew up in New York, but lives there now. So he shows up with this other dude, and they walk in, and the guy's wearing a Yankee hat. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, sweetie, did you tell him uh, about our no Yankee rule <laughs> or no Yankee hat rule? And uh, he's like, no, I didn't. The dude's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's not a real rule. I just like to enforce it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, where you from? And I'm like. I give you one guess, and he's like Boston. I'm like, yeah, you know we have the real hate. <laughs> so I just—that's how I make friends sometimes. Just start talking shit. Oh yes, yeah, sports, <clears throat> Yankees, any of that. Yeah. So then his his uh, I went on break. I come back, and his buddy's there, who's like a uh, little Napoleonic. You know, he's <laughs> he's not the biggest. He's like five eight, maybe swole up, yoked up dude, like <laughs> a pretty boy from New York. Um. And he's like, so you're from Boston? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and you are from Jersey? And he's like, yeah, you're funny. How many rings you got? And I'm like, I, I didn't play baseball. I'm like, how many rings do you have? And he's like, oh, you're the funny guy, huh? I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm the funny guy. Oh. And we just went back and forth. And then I made him a, a player's card. <laughs> I gave him back his ID standing right next to him. And uh, I was like, how much does it uh, cost for a guy from new jersey getting new york id i'm like is that extra he's like i got a guy you want one <laughs> and that's how we became friends the guy was a dick but um anyway that was my little sweetie because uh, he is a very anyway yeah no names i uh yeah well yeah a lot of the middle eastern guys you don't know their names are i'm like ah, i got no shot at this one either. no his I name can't. his name means something in english so it's kind of like sweetie oh, oh gotcha that's yeah. funny uh i okay so this happened in vegas i'm sure everybody heard about it It was in the forums people were talking about it and someone posted okay so Snowstorm? someone hit a 1.3 million dollar jackpot on one of the on let it ride on the bonus they got 1.3 million so after taxes i don't even know what that is Eight, let's say eight hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't change. know, maybe eight fifty. And uh, and the they tipped a thousand dollars. And so everybody that's a dealer is like, oh, it's so terrible. And then people are like, I'd be so happy to get a thousand dollar tip. Yeah, you would. Yeah, but when it, it's spread out throughout the entire casino, right? And then 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 people are arguing back and forth. And I was reading all the comments, and somebody says, "Well, one person can't be responsible for all two hundred people." I'm like, okay, but listen. They posted a picture of the guy with the big check, you know, on their site. And then they also posted a picture of the table so you can see all the chips. Yeah. So when you see all the chips, each stack of a $5,000 chip is $100,000, right? Yeah. 
So there was five stacks, five stacks, and then another three stacks. So 13 stacks of $5,000 chips. And then like whatever in yellow, there was like 20 yellow, not even 20, it wouldn't be 20 yellow. It was like 13 yellow or something. And then some purple and some green and it's all in the layout. But you look at it and you're like, okay, he gave one yellow chip. Yeah. One yellow. Hey, listen, that's cool that you tipped and you're not required to. We get all that Still stuff. Still probably the biggest tip that person's ever given. Probably. Do you probably. know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. <clears throat> but we know the industry. These, this guy gave a $1,000 tip thinking like he was fucking, you know, uh, Scrooge McDuck giving out like the biggest tip ever. Right. It or could fucking be. Santa. So it's it's complicated because it's one hand. I right. Don't know, like, and what's a percentage? What would you have tipped? For me, I know that I would have tipped more. I know that I would have tipped probably twenty grand. Yeah. If if I had to think about it, yeah. When you especially when you see all the chips, when you see all the chips, especially as a dealer, it would have been so hard not to just give like twenty five grand, just five, five thousand dollar chips, and then you still have. You know, eight stacks of five thousand dollars chips, eight whole stacks. But you could call <laughs> not be, stacks. Because, You're be, talking about cash money. Because so of that I would deal. Slip. No, they give it to you in chips. You can't. Fine, though. That's that's Fine. the difference. It's not though. I would still. I would probably give. I'm a cheap prick, I guess, because I'd probably give like five grand. Right. You think I'd so? Take, I'd take one chocolate and give it to the, and that's I think pretty generous. I think that's why it was smart. They paid him in chips. That's the second time I've seen him pay him yeah. in chips. They they literally give you all those chips. Yeah. And so it would be so hard not to even to give him like because there was like in the picture there was like three grand in purple. Yeah. And some blacks and some yeah. greens. It would be so easy to give one. If, even if you're only going to give a thousand dollar chip, to give one thousand dollar chip and then all of the rest of the change, the yeah. purple and the black, and yeah, just, yeah, you know, that's, I could do that. It's like five grand. That's what I mean. I could give that that one chocolate, one five thousand dollar chip, and then some change. I don't know. Right. Okay. That's fine. And that's still that's great. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, if you look at the picture and you see all the chips and you think that just one chip, listen, if you tip it all, that's great. But we are a casino-based podcast. We do have our opinions about the business. Yeah, oh, and, fuck yeah. And, you know, it's like it's such a small percentage. It, if you went out to dinner and you had a $1,500 bill, that doesn't mean you only have to tip $30 because your bill was 1500 No, you've got to tip like three, $400, whatever it is, because your bill was that much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It is yeah. the same waiter doing, giving you the same thing, but you ordered some expensive but, ass but bottles of wine. That's and why dealers like have to realize that it's per table. Like if everyone was as good as a, a bunch of the dealers, you know, who have regulars who come back to tip them every week or whatever, every, every few months they come back to tip that dealer because they enjoy that dealer. You make most of your money there. Right. You don't make your money on big jackpots because those people hardly ever tip, I swear. No, I, I agree with you for sure. But I, I think a um, a goal of the, of this podcast would be, we, you know, we had a player tell us how much more enjoyable their experience was because they started tipping at the beginning and, the, and not just waiting until the end. I hear that from several people. And I think that's the point. You don't have to tip so much. You don't have no. to give hundreds of dollars, but just a couple dollars yeah. well-placed throughout your experience just makes it so much better and if you're winning you want to tip a little bit more that's great but just to tip from the beginning to the end you know a little bit here and there it just it helps tremendously 
your experience. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it really is like, if you put, after I went, go for your own tips at uh, Hooters, which is no longer going to be Hooters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Um, I realized that the guy who tips a nickel every once in a while is not even close to as cool as the guy who, in making me money who tips every, uh, every hand. Like if you put a buck up every hand, you're a huge George. And then you're playing with the dealer. The dealer's playing with you. You know what I mean? They're completely rooting for you. Right. That's all it takes is a buck. Right. And you, it doesn't have to be every hand either. That's just because I'm in the business. But if you just put the dealer up when you're running hot or when you're running cold, you know. Right. Yeah. I would take the dollar um, majority of the time over the guy that wins three or four in a row and then puts you up for a nickel. And so now you got to win that fifth hand in a row. Yeah. You know, because they, they were running hot. So now all of a sudden they put you up and you're like, oh, oh fuck. So you lose that so much. Yeah, the dollar that goes up, if you if you have a shitty dealer and they go through um, 120 hands in an hour, let's say, that's a real slow game, whatever, you're still, and say you win half those or close to half those, you're making uh, 60 bucks an hour, 50 bucks an hour. You know what I mean? Like the dealers should appreciate that guy more than they know. Right. You know, because if everyone was putting up a buck, for the dealers in the casino, they'd be the best job in the fucking country. <laughs> right. Well, dealing is measured by that, right? They call it a game pace audit. Uh, for those of you who are not in the business, there's, it's called the GPA or your game pace audit. And they clock you at how many hands you deal uh, per hour. Okay. So how many hands, what do you think, what do you think that is? They, what do they want? The minimum, like oh. the minimum standard? <clears throat> I think it was like uh, 180 hands an hour or some shit like Four. that. 450. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 450 is like the bear. Okay. Like that's where you should be. Everybody should be at 450. It's it's right around there. That's where they want you to be. Okay. I had one that was at 660. I was cooking. And I yeah. still have that. I'm like, I hope that's always in my file that I got that 660. We didn't GPA. do that back east. They never did that. They never tested how quick we were. Mm-hmm. They just, we were all taught in school and on the tables, like, keep the game moving. You can talk as much as you want, but don't stop dealing. Right. So I could run my mouth the whole time and uh, deal dice and whatever else. As long as the cards are moving the whole time. Yep. Yeah, it's really hard. If you are always dealing, no matter how slow you're going, if you're going like, oh, uh, like slow motion to every hand, you're still going to bang out a couple hundred. It goes so yeah. fast. You know, so just, quick. You know, that's the whole business is they just want decisions. Yeah. You know, the more decisions, the more it's in their favor. So yep. they just want you to go. That's why it's still amazing out here. Like I had a woman this week uh, a big player too bitching about dice and how slow it was and our dealers do get too comfortable sometimes and they'll just sit there with the dice in the middle when there's nothing going on right on a slow game yeah if there's only two or three people that's the hardest game to pay attention to as a dealer and that's for me sorry guys who is it it's uh, 800 800 nobody i want to talk to <laughs> nice like that. um <laughs> yeah, those those are the hard ones. Like when you do have like three players on a crafts game and you have three dealers <laughs> and that's the players when, aren't talking. Right. That's when the puck is always like the mismatch points and stuff. Yeah. That's when that always happens. You're like, wait, what? What's yeah. going on? The point's not even marked. They've been sevened out four rolls ago <laughs> and the guy's still, he's got the wrong puck on. Like, what yeah. are you doing? But it's just hard, especially at the end of the night, because you've been working your ass off all night and you've yeah. been used to that rhythm and then it dies and then you're just kind of standing around looking. 
the, the whole mood changes, especially on swing shift, because there's a lot of early outs, right? Yeah. People sign the list and they get to go home after working four, six, seven hours, whatever. But everybody that's on their mind that they want to go home. Yeah. So when it starts to get slow, everybody's looking around. They're hoping that the dealer walking in the pit is coming for them. Yeah. And everybody's kind of half-assed paying attention. It's you very know, true. That's it's that time of night. Everybody's just worn out because it's a mental stress. If you've been busy all night long, especially on a roulette game that's been jam up and everybody's been betting big stacks all night long and all kinds of different payouts, you know, it gets to you after a while. Yeah. And then when you die, your brain's like, okay, I'm going to listen to the music and try to go home now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Music is what helps me at work. That's the only thing. And they've been playing a lot of rock because we've had a rock band there. We so. are still excited. I'm, I'm still, I hear it more from, I know that we talked about this last week and yeah. that you're saying it's just because I like it more, but I hear it from players all the time. Yeah. All last weekend, I heard it because they played on different nights because it was Labor Day weekend. Happy Labor Day, everybody out there. Yeah. That's why we're a little bit late this week because of Labor Day and everything gets thrown off for us. But I had to work on Sunday. Yay. Yeah. So, but anyways, um, I was supposed to work on Sunday. Yay. I, I would be willing to bet my check if I did a survey and I put it out there to like all of our players throughout the week, if they would prefer like music with rock in it, or if they would prefer hip hop or pop music, or, you know, you give them the categories jazz, I don't care, whatever you want to put on there. If they had a survey, I guarantee you the people would pick rock. I'd be willing know. to bet my whole check on it. Well, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I don't mind it. Um, I just think we need to have more of it. I think that we still need to have the pop music for sure. That, yeah. that still needs to play that funky stuff to dance to and the new hip hop and yeah. all whatever's considered pop. That definitely needs to be in there. I'm not saying we don't need that. It's just, just more rock. It's just when every song is Drake and Nicki Minaj and then Drake and Nicki. It's like, right. stop it. Or Cardi B. It's like, all right, enough. The, right. the last song was fucking this stripper bitch. Are they over and like over Cardi again? B. And like in our place now, if you go there at nighttime, which I'm I'm never gonna complain about this, but all the videos are is just butts. Yeah. It's just butts, different kind of butts, shaking all night long. That like, is that's how like, I learned to twerk. I don't. <laughs> every time I look at the casino, I'm like, is that really the video? I don't know. I've got to start watching yep. videos again. These were not the videos when I watched MTV. I can hear the music too with the butts clapping. <laughs> right, right. I love watching the butts clap. This is not video killed the radio star. <laughs> this isn't at all. But I then guess. they play, but they play uh, Michael Jackson, uh, Man in the Mirror. That is the most depressing video in the history of time. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did the honorable thing on break one night after watching that video because it's like just starving children in Africa, <laughs> militaries just <laughs> shooting people in China. It's like, oh, oh, what is this? Why are we watching this? Yeah. DJ's like, I, don't know, I just had the video. <laughs> it's every, a good song. Every song's got to have a video, man. I'm talking about the man. I know. I sound <laughs> just like Mike. You, I know. That's, I, I just got to tell you, I, I see why you go karaoke with everybody in the. Yeah. In the Chinatown. <laughs> in the Chinatown. I, yeah. I, so I was sitting down with uh, some of our friends with uh, Poe Danny. She's a legendary craps dealer. Po. Yeah. I know Poe Danny. She's a she's a dealer. I know her. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Yep. I'm friends with her as well. Right. Uh, so she's I, that is funny, though. Everybody's like, she's a good dealer. She it really is. But mm -hmm. and uh, Kevin said so we were sitting down in the break room and I was like and I went to get up because I don't usually sit with them. Right. I sit on the, yeah. the mushy seats. And uh, so then I went to get up. I'm like, you know, what? I don't know why I'm getting up. I'd rather just stay over here, you know, like in Chinatown. And Kevin, and Kevin goes, I'm not Chinese. And I'm like, 
I know, but I don't know. It's, I said, I'm so sorry for offending. I don't know. I'm like, but what do you call that place? I'm Kevin sp- is Chinese. I know, I know, but I said, <laughs> I said, but uh, he goes, what about that place on, on Spring Mountain? What's is that called? <laughs> Chinatown? He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, it's the same thing. I don't yeah. know. What, what do you mean? Yeah. No, Asian people. I don't know. It's not all Chinese over there. I think it's everything, right? Yeah. I, but they call it Chinatown. I'm going to call it Boy Coochie Town from now know. on. <laughs> that's, that's a term I learned from Kevin. Boy Coochie. Boy Coochie. <laughs> right. I tried to get him to say something the other day. I was like, okay, yeah. So when I look at the thing that gets it for me is like a pretty face or like big fake boobs. That's what I noticed, you know. And I said, what? And I said, Kevin, what was it? Was it for you? What gets it for you? And it's just trying to get him to say anything. Uh, and he wouldn't. Uh, He's like, no, nope, I'm not. No, I don't know. No. I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's so yeah. funny though. I like the pussy. He just goes, uh, I don't know. See, I do the opposite. I'm like, Kev, what do you think? <laughs> like, if there's a guy that some girl was looking at earlier, I'm like, what do you think, Kev? I'm like, is that your style? And I figured out his style actually. He likes uh, white boys and Latin boys. Oh, that's, yeah, I don't know. That's funny though. It's just like, I don't. I could care less. Don't bother me. I know, I know. It's it's, it's it very. It doesn't funny. matter even at all. Yep. Yeah. No, why would it? I don't know because I don't know. I, I because that's what you were taught when you were younger. <laughs> like the worst thing to possibly teach somebody. I feel yeah. like that's the worst thing you can do to somebody is like make them be racist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, teach ignorance is yeah. just dumb. All right. But I, the, the world is so, there's so many groups now that everybody's thinks somebody's something. But and they just label everybody. It's so hard not to judge, right? That's But that's uh, Deepak Chopra. He's like one of those healing yeah, he book is. guys. That's one of the things that he, the self-help things, but he teaches that to try not to judge. And it's so hard. Cause every time I see like a little, like really overweight, like young kid, like small kid yeah. under 10 years old. And I just think that's so crappy of the parents, but you don't know their whole situation. Maybe it's a genetic thing. You don't know, but I still feel it's kind of up to your ju- It's up to you to not let your kid get obese yeah. when they're, you know, under and to 10 teach years. Them, yeah. You just teach them bad habits. My, my nine year old, she wants to eat constantly. Yeah. And she's super skinny. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But you have to teach that habit. Like, no, you can't. You just ate donuts five minutes ago. Yeah. You can't have, a, you know, ice cream sandwich or whatever it is that you want. <clears throat> you, know, you, you just can't eat like that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. If you're hungry, you can have some water. And The problem know. with I that deep rock, deep puck. Chopra guy. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, don't. It's not about materialism. But I think he he has like 10 or 12 Rolls Royces. <laughs> like, I, I believe he's crazy wealthy and flaunts it. <laughs> I, I believe that that's probably true. I, the book that I read is yeah. called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And that, I don't think that was one of the messages. His big message in that book is that everything is exactly as it should be in the universe right now. Yeah. This is all exactly how it's supposed to be going. Yeah. And that's, that's it. You're not to judge it. You just take it as it comes. Basically is, is the whole message of that book. It's a great read. Yeah. No, I, I like it. that. I talked to, uh, Sylvia who is a Buddhist and, a, a very, um, firm Buddhist. I don't know. She likes to talk about it and I like to listen because Buddhism's interesting like that. She's like, uh, Buddha, <laughs> she's talking about bellies. And uh, she's like, you're a baby Buddha. <laughs> I was like, thank you, I think. Uh, is that? No. <laughs> hmm. She's like, the bigger the belly, the more the Buddha. I'm like, uh, all right. Oh. So you're saying I should get fat. And 
We should get married. Uh, I can pull the trick where I make my stomach look really <laughs> yeah. big. Oh, I can push that shit <laughs> out. Gross. It's going to be a soccer player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with anything that makes you be a positive person. Whatever, that, if that's your religion or a book you read or whatever, if you could be nice to people and be out there being positive, uh, go for it. Well, we're all ever-growing, right? We're all getting trying to get better most of the time i think it's getting worse right now it's, um, it's the first time in my life maybe because i'm older and yeah. you know more or maybe you're more cynical or whatever it is but it's the first time in my life where i feel like things are getting worse and not better as far as interaction socially yeah they're just changing i think the people have said that throughout time and all parents have said that <laughs> about their kids you yeah. know like your generation is fucked like you guys are all a bunch of fucking idiots hippies and smoking weed and then and then in the 90s it was like censorship and uh the styles of that time were ridiculous too with the uh, janko jeans and shit like that like and no one was agreeing on anything either you know i i think it's always that but what i think it is now more than anything contributing to that is that people are so into their phones and stuff nowadays that they don't know how to act in public like it's the first time yeah. in history where we've had something that's so encompassing that people just get lost in it for hours it's so easy to get lost in your phone for hours i don't care who you are anybody can do it some people are very preachy about they're never on their phones yeah. and that kind of thing but even we those people are. you you still can get lost in your phone so easy and so people are out in public and it's just weird people bump into you they don't say anything they don't like i'm like excuse me i don't yeah oh, sorry you probably didn't notice that i was a person <laughs> yeah, it's just no, weird that it's like people don't know how to act in public now Well, it's because people are in their bubbles like whatever your bubble is you know what i mean like you you can have a certain belief system online that does not work in reality you know what i mean like, when I go on Facebook, I get in arguments with, uh, <laughs> I mean, Facebook is a, really just a a smoking, smelly pile of garbage for the most part. <laughs> like, and I get in these arguments, and people say things that they would never say to me in person, or they would never speak to me, and they also don't answer questions that are asked and stuff like that. They just leave them alone. <clears throat> and they rant to themselves, but they don't have an answer or whatever. And you could do that. And you could think you were right because you didn't answer. Because you're like, that question's so stupid. I can't answer. You know? All the time. Yeah, it's and a you huge can walk amount away. of drama. Yeah, it's big drama. I, I try to stay out of that. I can't help. Like, I did post a couple of comments for this $1.3 million jackpot because I was interested yeah. in what people were saying. And then somebody was in there and he said something like, you're not even a dealer. What are you doing in here? I think he's like a casino manager <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Like a casino manager in Australia, and I don't even think they tip over there. I don't even know. Which is weird because Kerry Packer came from there, and he was one of the biggest tippers. Yeah. I don't know if tipping is in their casinos or not. I don't know. But anyways, it was funny. And he's like, that's light years away from what I would tip because I would give nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See, those those are funny trolls. Like, like, uh, like my boy trolled me the other day. He sent me a, a picture of a, a white snowflake hat and a, a red snowflake hat. Like a Trump one and whatever. Uh, and then I was like, I like the white one. And he was like, is that racist? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, I don't know. And, and and that's the thing. Context doesn't go through your phone. So if you just stare at your phone and then you try to live in the real world, guess what? They're not the same. Right. Right. I, I just, you know, 
again, I, it's ironic that we're a podcast and we're asking people to spend less time on their phones. I just, I don't know, man. Well, just I didn't say that. Still be uh, in the world. I think it's important. It's funny that they're turning into like that Ready Player One. I was watching. Here's what my daughter was watching. She plays some game called Roblox. Yeah. Roblox or something. But she watches all those videos on YouTube of the kids playing that game. Yeah. And they're like young 20s playing that game. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this game is so stupid. But as she watches those videos like of people playing video games, it's such a popular thing yep. to do now. It's Both my kids so. do it, too. My son, I'm like, are you watching someone else play the game you like? <laughs> right. I'm like, how's, how's that fun? Like, I, And that's what I mean. Like, generations change, and you're never going to understand what kids are into because they just find it something clicks in their brain you know like our parents were like comic books are so fucking stupid <laughs> you know right. or they were like video games are so dumb because they were like nothing's better than pong and we were like <laughs> check out this 2600 atari right you know? i used to think it was so cool that i could take that atari up into my little tree fort with a little small yep. maybe 10 inch black and white tv and I, I felt like we were kings of the world with these big ass extension cords coming from the house and yeah when i was like 20 we had a. Uh, playstation connect where you could connect two playstations on a wire <laughs> so we had a hole in the ceiling uh, <laughs> or in the floor upstairs and then the basement it came through so we wired up two tvs Is that so, so you could play the james bond game we would play that and we'd play command and conquer uh, oh i don't remember i don't know that command one. and conquer is like where you build up armies i would get destroyed it was kind of like chess i don't know it was fun but my boy gunshell just fucking would destroy me and then bang on this i was in the basement so he'd bang on the fucking ceiling <laughs> after he beat me <laughs> i yeah i i have uh, upstairs i was moving some furniture around and changing some stuff and so i redid my upstairs entertainment center and just in that entertainment center alone there's one of those new nintendos that they came out with a few years ago that has like the 30 games it looks like the, the regular the original nintendo yeah and it's got the original nintendo controllers so it's got 30 games on it there's that there's a GameCube, the original GameCube that I plugged in. There's a Wii just on that TV alone upstairs. Yeah, that's I crazy. have one of those retro Ataris, but it sucks. We try playing it. I'm like, oh, no, Atari sucks. But uh, I, my, I would kill to have that if I was a kid. Yeah, but they don't give a fuck. They just, like, my daughter just wants a phone at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's seven. My son, you know, I, every time I turn around, he's on his phone. And my goddaughter's worse. I'm always like, hey, let me, oh, you get the new iPhone? I'm like, let me see it. And then I just put it in my pocket. <laughs> and she's like, but gee, dad. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't. That's how it is. The, the phones that my kids have are amazing. And, we're, and I, when I look at them, I'm like, oh, that's a shitty phone. I'm so <laughs> glad. I, I'm glad I don't have that phone anymore. That was like three phones ago, you know? Like, but yeah. it's crazy. And it's, but it's amazing what yeah. it can do. It's, but that's on our long rant that went all over the place but that's the point is people are disconnected from like what is <clears throat> what is expensive and what they everybody is sold marketed to personally you know what i mean it's where it's like shit shows up to sell you they have these these algorithms that find out exactly what the fuck you want so we're all just drones now right oh yeah yeah consumers and the kids kids are the worst because they're not fully developed i mean it's not their fault but they fall for all the tricks like my kids are always singing every fucking commercial on tv and i'm like son of a bitch oh yeah jackson jackson my two and a half year old grandson goes liberty 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 when that insurance he knows it they're catchy 
catchy. You know? So, but that's, but even like our devices all listen to us. Yeah. I guarantee you, oh, your phone's listening to you now. Yep. And the, the, the Amazon devices in your house are always listening. Yeah. And, and because there's, it's not a coincidence that I talk about something and tomorrow it shows up in my feed <laughs> yeah. when I'm looking at something like, I was just talking about this yesterday. <laughs> Happened to me last what night. Like it's fuck? undeniable and we don't even care. We don't even do anything about it. Right. No one's even that offended anymore about right. it. I'm just like, yeah. Like I love people who are like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like we tell them to put their video camera away because we're already videotaping the whole place. Right. Well, yeah, because that's our right, though, right? That's, that's You can't. It's our building. But we can I'm do telling whatever you, we want. it's such a ridiculous theory these days when everyone has a fucking uh, HD camera. Right. At any it's, time. Yes, all the time. All the time. No matter what, you never not have it. Yeah. So it, that's what makes it hard to be a politician now. Like if you grew up and you were born in 2008, there's just going to be you and you're going to go back and try to have a squeaky clean record. It's going to be so hard because everybody has documentation of those dumb things you did in high school. Yeah. And in college and stuff. Yeah. No, you, I did not inhale, <laughs> you know, but they'd have a video. They're like he so did. He was yeah. a big bong right there. Yeah. I, got it I watched him. Right he took there. four hits. Yeah. Right, right. So, you know, there's none of that anymore. Everything is so documented and so electronically there forever. Yeah. Yeah, but that just goes, it'll go to show that, like, none of us are perfect when we never were. Right. But Like, the idea that fucking 23-year-old me is anything like the 43-year-old man that I am today is crazy. Right. Well, it's, I know life goes by fast. Yeah. Just, just like this episode. We already did it. Did we really? Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Uh, right? We babbled a lot. Sorry. Or right. if you enjoyed that, that's cool because right. uh, we were just talking. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we had, I, it was a lot of casino and then we we rolled off. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We tried. We definitely shot off. Yeah, right. It's But it's it's right. This is finally we can start wearing jerseys to work again on Fuck football days. yeah. Football is here Sneakers. finally. Hell first, yeah. First game tomorrow night. So. Yep. Yeah. Man. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Scott from Salt Lake. Or from Utah. I don't know. I think he was from so, Salt Lake. Yeah. Chris from Texas. And my boy Don Bailey. <laughs> what up? He's coming into town. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for uh, the shouts out online. I think Chris from Texas said the funniest thing. He, he said, uh, he said uh, we're 10 cops and we don't care if uh, T-Bag uh, <laughs> did <laughs> T-Bag smoke crack and, and you did meth or something or I did crank or something. I can't remember what he said. I, I, I laughed so hard when I saw that message. It, it was the best. I can't, That's hilarious. I, I can't wait to meet those guys. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So. Come say what's up, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, man. Well, anyways, it's it's been another. You got anybody else? You got anything else you got? No, I got. I had a good story, but I'll just tell it next week. Or if you got it, I mean, go for no, it. No, I put it in my notes. We're good. All right. Yeah. Fuck it, man. I'm sticking to an hour. All right. Kids will be uh, home from school. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, we are two morons talking about casinos and stuff on Facebook. Yeah. That is what our page is. In real life, we're that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not faking it. Right. <laughs> As, um, on Twitter, we're uh, at uh, the number two casino morons. And uh, Gmail, I think if you've got our emails for some reason, it's uh, the, spelled out T W O casino morons. 
So that's there's that, man. Uh, but uh, yes, tell a friend, subscribe. Thanks uh, so much for listening. Yeah, yeah, really. All of our fans have been so nice. It's it's cool. Right, right. And reach <laughs> out, really man. Cool. It, it's funny when people uh, reach out. It always makes me laugh. So. You got ideas for the show? You want to hear about guests will be coming soon. We got to have Doug. We got to hear his Kiefer Sutherland story. And possibly we might have Jay. He's uh, yeah. talking. He he like booked himself on the show. So right. I don't know about that. Right. He wants us to pay him. It's not happening. I Jay. told him I'll pay him. It's in my fifth zipper pocket. You can come and get it. <laughs> He's just got to suck it through the straw. Right. Right. <laughs> Very valuable gift. You yep, lo- yep. love that. Yep. It's good for you. Healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like pineapple. Uh, uh, boom. Yep. Uh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We're going to talk uh, amongst us morons uh, on if uh, we can sneak Jay on here. Yeah, yeah. It'll be funny. Yeah, medium Jay. All right. <laughs> 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 All right, you crazy kids. Well, anyways, man, I'm uh, I'm Spike. I'm uh, T-Bag. I'm P- huh? 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 <laughs> I was going to say, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. And peace in your bum. Crease. Stuff, couple of more.